0: Uh, this is something else I, I i go down a different rabbit hole here but a lot of people the first thing they do when they uh, let's say you can't meet payroll or if you can't do something or like my situation the first thing you do is you panic and your mind goes into protection mode maybe but you always think the worst so now Hey everyone, this is Norm Ferrar, A.K.A. the Beard Guy here, and welcome to another lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. All right, today we've got a great uh, we've got a great episode about leadership. The five must-have leadership abilities to avoid hitting a ceiling. We're going to be talking about the EOS system. We're also going to be talking about the most common setbacks that small business owners have, and and how sellers can implement these five skills. Welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon podcast. Okay, like I mentioned, today we're gonna be talking about the five must-have leadership abilities to avoid hitting the ceiling. Our guest today is the founder of the HOPE organization and is a professional EOS implementer, that's E-O-S. He started out as a senior salesman and team leader but could never shake the entrepreneurial urge. He started gaining valuable lessons from his entrepreneurial journey. And after being introduced into the uh, system, he decided to take a role as an implementer to help more entrepreneurs reach their maximum potential. And today we welcome, I'm gonna say this right, Ellie Goldring. I did it. Anyways, today uh, let's just have a word from our sponsor. I want to give a quick shout out to an incredible group of sponsors to help keep this podcast running. The Lunch with Norm podcast would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. Post-Purchase Pro, Clear Ads, Jeff Schick Law, Rebate.com, Honu Worldwide, Digital Blacksmiths, Netfluence, Extreme Power, and Startup Club. Now back to the show and welcome Eli. How are you,
1: sir? Welcome, welcome, Norman. Thank you so much for having me.
0: I wish I had a beard like yours. A young, uh, you. youthful beard.
1: <laughs> well, when I grow to be up when I grow to be a little older, I'll have a beard like you.
0: <laughs> no, no, I, I think you're coming really close as it is. But, anyways, everybody on the podcast today has a beard, which is good. Kelsey's trying. Kelsey's really trying. But uh, anyways, it's Great to know you. Uh, I had uh, the pleasure of meeting you at Powwow, and you had presented over there about the EOS system. And is is it is it the proper name EOS? I've always known it as EOS, but or is it EOS?
1: It's EOS. Yeah, okay. we go with the EOS.
0: Okay. So, you know, usually that happens to me. If I do have a 50-50, I always pick the wrong side. But um, anyways, I've always known it as EOS, but uh, that's just me. That's like GIF and GIF, you know, ping and P-I-N-G. But um, anyways, it's a great system. I uh, People on the podcast know that I I came up with uh, Michael Gerber's e and really? uh, went through that academy and, um, you know, had a had a good time well, it wasn't a good time. It was a horrible time trying to get this started because it was a lot of work. But at the end of the day, um, I ended up implementing all these systems and automation all the time with any company that I, I do. And I get 10 times the work done now and the consistency. Uh, I loved what you were saying at the uh, powwow. And I I wanted you to come on the podcast to discuss what you know EOS is uh, in case people don't know. But uh, and we're going to talk about leadership skills and everything that you were talking about. So hopefully we can get this all in in the hour. But uh, anything you want to add to that before we get started?
1: No, uh, the introduction that you gave is exactly what it is. I spent uh, many years in the sales channels. Uh, was fortunate to start a nonprofit many years ago. Uh, been part of the uh, powwow group for a long time and been following you there. So. I've been always amazed in your uh, expertise and skill and and what you offer always to the audience. it's It's always shocking at the uh, interaction after you get off stage. how everyone uh, <laughs> has so many so many questions and so much clarity. Uh, so I thought it would be as well a good idea to come on and uh, you know shift a little bit off specific to Amazon. Or e-commerce, and just talk about leadership in a whole, um, and 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 add some value and bring some support to your followers.
0: Great, and it is so so important. Uh, Amazon does have the ability for uh, entrepreneurs to really grow quite quickly. Uh, you know, it, it's not unusual to see people grow, and uh, there's a lot of people that we both know that I've grown. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't imagine going into traditional business and growing as fast as some of these have now, is that the norm? No, but there are a lot of people that are in our circles that have gone and grown like crazy. But let's talk about the EOS system. What exactly is that?
1: So the EOS system is three specifics that we follow in the sense of the vision component, traction, and healthy. Starting with the vision is getting everybody in your organization on the same page, having clarity where you're at and where is it that you want to get to. Traction is by breaking that down to a plan and hope and holding your leadership team, as well as all of your employees accountable with our tools and discipline. And the healthy component is all about getting the leadership to be open-minded, abundance-minded, and healthy to work cohesively together as a leadership team. And as goes the leader, so does the rest of the team go. And ultimately, to turn the entire company healthy, fun, and profitable we find many entrepreneurs, like you mentioned, hit the ceiling too often. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's independently, sometimes it's a category of a business. It can be the sales department, it could be the online department, and sometimes it's the entire organization. So in the EOS system, we focus uh, very, at the beginning, in regards to recognizing what are the five leadership abilities in order to break through the ceiling, how to overcome those challenges.
0: Now I just mentioned about uh how I went through the emyth academy. How is that different than EOS?
1: So EOS is actually from the uh very much from the e-myth in regards to the vision and the traction from other great leaders. And it's just a proven process and a simple set of tools to be able to create it into a system. So what Gino did was take all of the great pieces from others and put it together in a very, very easy format, formula and format to be able to follow and implement these tools in order to get traction, in order to get the leadership to see clarity within that vision, understand why the company is doing what it does. And what you mentioned uh, earlier, one of the presentations that you saw, we broke down specifically the eight questions in regards to clarifying your vision. And I'll just mention it real quick. Sure. We start with, we start with the five core values. We go to the core focus why and what is it that you do. We talk about the 10-year target, where is it that you wanna get to. Once you crystallize your core values, who are you gonna do it with and your core focus and your 10-year target, you can then go out and attract the right clients with a strategy and a marketing strategy. Now that we have our clients, where we're heading and the clarity in the core values and core focus, we could start painting a picture of what is it going to look like in three years from now. So we do that by putting in the revenue, the profit, one measurable that we can get everybody around and excited about that this is where we have to achieve. And then what does it look like? A couple of bullet points of things that have to happen in order for everything to fall into place. That's the vision and that's the five first questions. Then we break it down and we turn it into the traction side, and we follow that exact same formula by breaking it down for the one-year plan and the quarterly rocks. And then we go into what's called a long-term issues list. So identifying what are the obstacles, what are the hurdles, what are the setbacks? What are the great things that have to happen that you just want to write down? What Gino recognized and I can say for myself that What you write down and you can create it as a to do or a task for later on in the week, it's more or less going to get done just for the fact that you wrote it down. What you have in your mind is great, but what's on paper is better. So those are the three areas in regards to the traction component. And then if you put that together, really, really crystallizes the full ability to execute On that vision and get everybody in the organization and the leadership team to follow that and share it so shared by all we want to make sure that all the leadership and all the employees buy into that vision and they want to be a part of it
0: yeah very important that buy-in is sometimes overlooked a lot of the times overlooked and people think well we understand these are what we're going to do, and and this is how we're going to do it. But they don't include anybody. And it's, it's just from the top down, and that's it. And they miss out on that buy-in because people a lot of times people don't believe it or don't buy into it. And buy-in is probably one of the most important elements. Wouldn't you agree?
1: I agree 100%. And we have a tool to that that we call GWC. Uh, the G is for get it. W is for want it, and the C is to have the capacity. And the capacity we're referring to is psychologically, mentally, physically, emotionally. When people buy into it and they say they want to be a part of it, we want to make sure that GW see it so that we can hold them accountable and they should recognize what is it that they need to achieve, what are their tasks, what are their rocks, what are they accountable for, in regards to this organization achieving that vision, holding them accountable, and getting to buy in and sharing that vision.
0: I, I'd like to know from any of the listeners, are you adopting any form of EOS or EMyth or any type of these systems to uh help better uh systemize your companies? Uh, I'd love to hear that. Or if you have any questions about this, um, Ellie's here. Uh, he's the expert. I, I mean, just to get him by himself uh, is almost impossible. <laughs> so today, uh, you know, we do have an incredible person to talk to about this system. So I know right now, EOS, I hear it all the time. And I hear a lot of the uh, the intermediate Amazon sellers or entrepreneurs this is the system that's working. This is the buzzword right now EOS and everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of people are adapting you know, to it, uh, which leads me to another question. How long does it take to implement this? Uh, well, the system.
1: Right. So just for all your listeners real quick, let's uh, give the EOS is the entrepreneurial operating system. It is a two-year time span learning uh, approach. So there's 20 tools that we go through and they're full-day sessions of facilitating coaching and teaching and working with the leadership team. So anybody on a C-level or the top tier, typically it will be for entrepreneurial companies that are between 10 and 250 employees. And like you said, Norm, there's a huge buzz and it's becoming more and more popular and it's becoming more and more uh, used and, and, and utilized. It's because it's so simple and it's what you're doing already. It's systemizing it and being able to follow. And when you can follow through, it's a real, real good feeling to recognize the accomplishments. And that's what just keeps on allowing people to continue that and and, and follow through. So you work with an implementer for two years and we know from experience and, and, and other companies that are way past that, some hold on to their implementers and continue quarterly sessions and others continue following everything and are able to uh, continue with the EOS tools because it's embedded in their system, it's systemized. This is how they're doing things. Um, You can also self-implement. So uh, solopreneurs and companies that are not 10 employees or if you're just not ready, read the book Traction by Gina Wickman a uh, bestseller book out there, sold over 1.6 million copies. Um, that's how I started, you know, picked up the book. I was introduced by a friend of mine and I was just intrigued. And I said, wow, if I, if, if I only had this clarity and these set of tools, I think I would be uh, a lot less busier, but more successful. Uh, like you mentioned before, being that I'm that busy, um, it's it's really something unique.
0: I bought the book after the uh, powwow conference.
1: Yeah, J- just just to let you know, I, I listened. Good. <laughs> good, good, good. And that was a complicated one because we did it fifty uh, percent in Yiddish, so it was a little bit of a mix and match.
0: Yeah, I, I tried.
1: <laughs> good, good. But I'm, ha- uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to hear that you did go out and buy the book because you know when I became an implementer. I, I made a very conscious decision and my mission to go out and do two things. Okay. So one is to help those entrepreneurs that are able to afford me and that are hitting the ceiling, that are frustrated or that are eager to grow and they can afford me. And then it's about me giving time back to the community and to listeners like on this show and others around the world that just want to learn about it. So my goal is to impact as many people, even if it's just by reading the book or utilizing one tool. There's so many great tools. Like we said, right. GWC, the accountability chart, the vision, uh, eight questions, uh, you know, delegate and elevate. If you remember at the presentation, that's my favorite one. I made thousands of copies, any trade show, any networking event, That's my business card. You know, I don't give out business cards. I give out the delegate and elevate. And I say, here, use this tool and tell me how it impacted you. Tell me one great challenge that you were able to overcome by delegating it or by elevating someone else in your organization by recognizing their unique skill. So many companies don't take the time or the effort to recognize the uniqueness of their employees skill set and just double down on that having people sit in the right seat can literally get 30 40 60% more results
0: and yeah, when you're um when you're going through this too like a solopreneur an entrepreneur i know for a fact uh, like i I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm a horrible manager. I mean, that's just not me. I I, I like coming up with these ideas, uh, and I have a system of implementing, but I really suck at it.
1: <laughs> right. You know? so, yeah, I know exactly what you're referring to, and I'll, I'll elaborate on that if I may. Sure. Uh, here's another great book, Rocket Fuel, also part of the Traction Library, and I uh ask everybody that's listening to this if you're not sure if you are a visionary or an integrator if you like to be thirty thousand feet high and just have others do things or do you like to get into the nitty-gritty and execution that would be the integrator go out and read that book uh check out the website rocket fuel university there's a great assessment there that you can take That will give you real good clarity to understand your uh, uniqueness and norm. You're probably the visionary.
0: (laughs) Well, it's so important to understand whether you are or you're not. I agree. You know, and and this goes back to what you said. You have to know your strength as well as other people's strengths. So why work on my weakness? Anyways. One of the other things I want to get to, I know we're going to be talking about the uh, five abilities, but for leadership, but I'd like to just touch on some common mistakes. Why do people hit the ceiling?
1: Uh, Common mistakes uh, is is a hard one because it's unique for every type of industry, for every type of individual. I will say that the common Factor is that people hit the ceiling and they don't do anything about it. So they're not sure how to get themselves unstuck. Mm. So they sometimes adapt new habits or change a model due to the fact that they found themselves in a challenge versus trying to figure out how to work through the challenge to take it off the table, to eliminate it, to work through it, they start figuring out a whole new need because of a challenge.
0: Got it. Got it. That's, uh, that's interesting. I've experienced it. uh, When aggregators started buying up my largest clients. So -hmm. all of a sudden, my business model changed overnight within six months, about five of the companies were taken over by aggregators, which left me hanging because that's where I made my money. And then the last one uh, just was purchased a few months ago. And these aren't my companies. These are brands that I I managed. And all of a sudden my business model was absolutely wiped out. I didn't know if that part of the business would exist doing what I was doing, like dealing with larger brands. So it took a, a bit of time, but if you're not action oriented, and you just sit on your hands and you know have, you just feel pity, um, nothing's going to happen. So I had to sit down over a two week period and figure out my new business model, and then implement it, get the systems up and going again. So uh, these things happen. It's it's part of business. Uh, things I, I heard. And I don't know who I heard this from. This is quite common, but things uh, happen not in threes, but in three month cycles. And uh, I don't know how true that is, but I can tell you that it did take about three months to all of a sudden start bringing back revenue again. And you don't have to panic. Uh, This is something else. I, I, I go down a different rabbit hole here, but a lot of people, the first thing they do when they Uh, let's say you can't meet payroll or if you can't do something or like my situation, the first thing you do is you panic and your mind goes into protection mode maybe, but you always think the worst. So now you've got a ton of stress, you get ulcers. And I did early on, by the way, um, when I was in my twenties, I mean, literally tons of ulcers trying to, um, you know, just solve problems. But, It happens and you have to get around it. And at the end of the day, when you have a long gray beard, one of the things that you learn is it's never, ever going to be as bad as what you think it's going to be ever. And um, that's one thing I can just tell any of the younger entrepreneurs that are listening is that you've got to learn that Uh, resilience is one thing, but also how to handle stress is a whole other thing. Anyways, I just thought I'd throw that in there.
1: Yeah, Norman, and to to poke at two of the things and and, and pile on, if I may, in regards to that three-month cycle, Gino found it to be a factor, like you mentioned, that the human energy of people can just about last 90 days. After that 90 days, they start burning out. Mm. So it's interesting that you found that after three months or in three-month cycles, because if you if you if you um, reflect back at yourself and you predict, and that's one of the uh five leadership abilities, like you said, you sat down for a couple of days and weeks to start thinking about new ways of doing it. And we talk we talk about long-term prediction of what do we need to work on this quarter, what are we gonna work on next quarter. Um, So we do focus a lot on the 90 day cycles um, for that specific reason, because we do find that when you're organized and you can get 13 weeks in one glance, you could actually get a real good pulse on what it is that you're doing and recognizing the ups, the downs and what's working and what's not working
0: it's oh, interesting so uh it, it wasn't just me
1: <laughs> it, 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 it's not just you you know it by hundreds and hundreds of uh, leadership people in the room throughout when he was uh building this uh beautiful system and came to a conclusion that it is 90 days that uh is the perfect number
0: very interesting okay so again, I see there's a couple comments coming in. Uh, if you do have any questions, Kelsey will grab them and we'll talk about them at uh, towards the end. We have a great giveaway today. In fact, you've probably heard it mentioned a few times during the uh, the call. Uh, but uh, Eli, Ellie, we we see you. Anybody who's listening doesn't understand this. I before the call, I came on and I said. Ellie, and it's Eli, and I've been calling him this since powwow. So anyways, I learned it is Ellie. So uh, sorry about that, Ellie. Um, no problem. What What is the giveaway today?
1: So today's giveaway is actually two traction books, and like I said, it's something that's a personal mission of mine to go out, help people become aware of it and then allow them to go down the journey in their own way. So we're happy to give away two books, and I understand later in the program we'll uh, choose two winners and mail that out to them at no cost.
0: Perfect. And then we're going to be topping that up with, well, there's two books, so how about two coffee mugs? Coffee mugs with M and M's, of course. So uh, we'll send those out uh, to the winners as well. So if you're interested in the book, you better be. It's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Tag two people, you'll get a second entry. And this book could change your life. I know the EMH did it for me. Uh, this is uh, this takes EMH into consideration, but it's so much more. And that's one of the reasons why uh, I ended up buying the book Traction um, after I, uh, I met up at the powwow. Uh, anyways, let's have a word from our sponsor while my wife fills up my coffee. Hi, go. I want to thank Jeff Schick Legal for sponsoring this episode of Lunch with Norm. You've probably heard on the podcast about Amazon suspensions. They're very real. It can happen at any time. And when it does happen, how do you get out of it? How does the little guy like you and me get out of these suspensions without paying an arm and a leg in legal fees? This is where Jeff Schick Legal is here to help. For a very low monthly retainer for only $89, get access to Amazon attorney Jeff Schick. That's right. You can sit back, relax, enjoy that cup of coffee while listening to the Lunch with Norm podcast, knowing that you have an advocate and a partner in your business success. But wait, just mention Lunch with Norm and receive 50% off the first two months. Get the protection you need and visit jeffschick.com today. That's J-E-F-F-S-C-H-I-C-K.com. Now let's get back to the show. All right, we're back. And now let's get into the five must-have leadership abilities to avoid hitting the ceiling. So what are your thoughts on these? What are the five?
1: So let's break it down. Number one is to be able to simplify in a very short and simple explanation to that is less is more. If you have two options or you have too many things to do, figure out what is the way to simplify it and to recognize that that can be the result to be able to get through that challenge or to break through that ceiling. Number two is the ability to predict. There's two predictions that we focus on in EOS. One is the short-term prediction. What is it that needs to get done this week? That's up to seven days. And what are the predictions for this quarter and next quarter? So we do long-term predictions as well when you start recognizing that you can predict, you'll see that you're going to avoid hitting the ceiling, or you may recognize that when you hit the ceiling, it wasn't that bad or the impact wasn't that great because the predictions that you made allowed you to prepare and get ahead of yourself a little bit to be well oiled for that situation. The third one, And that's my favorite one is the delegate and elevate. With your uniqueness, recognize what you love to do and everything else, figure out who in your leadership or in your peers or within your organization, who could assist and get that done because there's someone out there that is able to do the things that you don't like to do and you're not good at it and it can get done a lot easier a lot faster and a lot better so predict and then recognize the ability to delegate and elevate
0: we we do that so often over here this morning uh, just this new deal site uh kelsey uh, i was mentioning that okay this is something somebody else can do i was posting and now that the it's in motion okay here's a loom video this is what i need to have can you get somebody to do it we've got to do it at this price point and anyways i'm not doing that anymore we'll find somebody else to do it but with with this one i i love this as well um i started out just creating a task board so i had my $10, $100, $1,000, $10,000 tasks. And I just started putting them up there. And then I had some contractors that I was working with. And this is my main admin. This is my project manager. This is And I broke it into operations, marketing, sales. And then I just started delegating people that, um, that especially the $10 tasks, $10 and $100 tasks were off my plate right off the bat for the most part.
1: Yeah, and that's, you know, you just mentioned something that we we often talk about, compartmentalizing and and making sure that things are in the right category and that the right people are addressing that. So that is definitely a, a big part of the ability to predict, but also make sure that the task is in the right section in order for the right person to be able to execute it. Um, let's talk about the fourth, uh, out of the five leadership abilities, which is to be able to systemize. You need to be able to create and have your five to seven core processes. And those are, and it could be unique to your organization, but typically they would be around the HR process, the sales process, the marketing process, the operations field operations, office operations, customer service, and accounting. If you could get clarity on all those processes and have everybody follow them, you'll be amazed to see how less frequent you'll hit the ceiling. Mm. It will take all of the confusion out of everything within your organization in regards to all those processes. Now that we can get by that one, leaves us for the fifth one. And this ties everything together, which is the accountability. And that in regards to everybody recognizing what are their roles and responsibilities and to be able to hold them accountable. And that goes back to what you said, Norm, earlier in regards to putting those tasks into those categories and recognizing who it is. So if we can have the accountability by creating that best structure, understanding all the functions within every organization, what is it that I need to have in my organization in regards to the right function and then lay out all of the necessary seats by uniquely having five roles in each of those seats. That would create the perfect structure. Now we can put people into it in order to be able to execute it. So it's all about that structure.
0: So is this layered? Do you have to simplify, then go to predict, then go to delegate, systemize, and then accountability?
1: No, no. no. Uh, When we roll out the EOS process, we have the five uh, foundational tools I would say that as you want to perfect each of those, we do systemize that and work on specific tools first. But these five leadership abilities come into play as you're executing or as you're working through your day. Um, I had a client of mine that right after the first focus day, which is the first session in, in, in the process. He calls me up that he's on cloud nine. I'm like, tell me what happened. He says, Ellie, I simplified. I sat down with my lawyer and I was able to simplify things that I've never looked at in this manner. I saved $25,000 and a six month process figured out how to get it done in three weeks. He says, thank you for opening up that leadership ability by me just focusing more on that simplifying factor. And this was a contract that every five years he was busy with. And he's gone through this contract three or four times and always stumbled on it and always was very, very costly. And to every single detail, he just said, how do I simplify it? What am I doing? to change it, to simplify it. And it was just beautiful to see the outcome of that. So everybody should pick and choose based on what they're stuck at, what point or where they hit the ceiling and recognize that I can predict better. Maybe I need to delegate something. Maybe I need to simplify it. Maybe my structure isn't set up right. Let me go look at that. How do I restructure? Or, Someone's not following those processes. So it can be in any sequence.
0: Oh, okay. Very good. And then can this be implemented by any business or is it just specific types of business?
1: I think this is something that can be implemented with any type of business and any individual. Um, For me, uh, the biggest one was the delegate and elevate, is because I was delegating things but what I forgot to do is recognize that I just freed up time and I have that much more valuable time how do I elevate how do I make sure that the next thing I'm going to do is something that I elevated myself and I'm not getting stuck in that same rabbit hole and do something else but not be elevated and elevated could be in any way it could be in compensation it could be in impact it could be in a larger task it could be in a bigger arena you know everybody unique in their way and the other thing that i realized is that if i'm delegating it to someone make sure it's something that it's going to elevate them as well so just don't push it down or leave it on someone's desk to procrastinate or to become a bottleneck for that person make sure it's elevating that person also so i think it's really open for the world to use in every way possible and every listener of yours is going to use it in a different way excuse me and have a different impact um of 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 how the results came some people will see the results instantly some people will see the results a year later and look back and say wow pretty amazing how i was able to simplify x y and z i did better predicting I implemented three new systems and processes in place. I was able to delegate the five specific things and go back and restructure and recognize, you know, who it is that you need to hire, but not who, why. What is it that needs to get done that I'm gonna hire someone and do it in the sense of a structure first, people second.
0: And, there are a lot of newer sellers that listen to this podcast and, you know, going over and trying to find someone who can help them with EOS. I know, I know you're not cheap. You're dealing with bigger brands and bigger companies. Uh, but how can people, how can people implement this? Uh, in in the different areas, like when does somebody come to you? When does a solarpreneur just getting started go and buy the book and start implementing? Is, is there a break?
1: So uh, let me let me let me address um, who and when in, yeah. in the same uh, sequence. So there are five hundred and thirty five implementers worldwide so you'll be surprised that someone in your backyard or within a few miles away is a implementer and you can go to eosworldwide.com and you'll see a full list of all the implementers there. Um, Uniquely, each implementer does have their sweet spot in regards to the companies that they feel most attached to. It could be from their Uh, comfort or their past experience um, and things like that and there are implementers that start at three and a half thousand dollars and go all the way up to twelve thousand dollars per session each company should find an implementer that is priced within their budget and uh, aligned with their Psychographic and geographic and demographics. We we find that and we teach that, that that's a very important element in the sales aspect. And then there's, uh, you know, over 150,000 companies just using the book and self-implementing. So those that are self-implementing may not be uh, following the process in regards to, you know, what to implement first but they're just picking and choosing tools to use and they're using it in the sense of either when they're stuck or they want to get to work on the business and grow and strategize versus working in the business. Gotcha.
0: Um, all right. We're getting down to the last couple of questions. Uh, if you are interested in the Wheel of Kelsey Prize today, it is the book traction and uh, lunch with norm mug and i still think we have some uh, uh custom m&ms to go into that mug anyways it's hashtag wheel of kelsey tag two people and you'll get a second entry and uh, we'll get you out that book okay now one of the things uh one of the last things i have for you is uh how can sellers take these five steps or take anything that's in the book and get them implemented. Are there any action steps that they can take?
1: Uh, Action steps is just start doing it and do it slowly. I think that's the uh, Mm. common denominator is start doing it slowly. Don't beat yourself up and think that you gotta get it all in and get it started. Choose one thing, do it once, do it twice, and eventually you'll start recognizing that the impact is well worth it and you'll be driven to continue seeing yourself through it and working with it
0: fantastic okay Uh, any last words about the system or your service and how to contact you
1: so i want to thank you for having me on today that's first uh you fulfilled a great mission of mine to impact uh, people around the world with learning a little bit about EOS and the book Traction. I am open for people to reach out to me. It's e l i e dot goldring at eosworldwide dot for any questions or emails. And on eosworldwide slash le dot you can find my bio and a link to all the information and free downloads of the tools. So go out and buy the book and then download each of those tools at your own pace. And you will be forever grateful to yourself for doing that. Just like I found it and I did it.
0: Very good. All right, Kelsey, let's have the last word from the sponsor, and then we'll come back for the wheel. Launching products isn't like it used to be. To successfully launch your product, you need to hit that algorithm from all sides. Driving external sales, boosting social signals, and increasing product listing engagement are fundamental to success. Rebate is the first and only launch platform that delivers across this broad range. Get your product featured on amazon.live through rebates influencer program. With this service, your product gets instant exposure to large audiences of shoppers and permanent placement on Amazon influencer storefront, which drives perpetual sales. Run a sweepstakes campaign on rebate and connect with shoppers off Amazon. And lastly, drive external sales with tried and true deals campaigns. Visit rebate.com today and get started with your 14-day free trial. Okay, let's bring in Kelsey. Kels, all right. I, I think I'm going to change it up a bit if this is okay with Ellie. I'm going to give away one book today with the mug, and then why not put it into our group and put a contest in there?
2: Yeah, we can definitely do that. Um, so we'll give out one... Uh, live book yep. and then we'll set up a contest for the, the second in the group. So if you uh, are looking to for a group it is uh, the lunch with norm amazon fba and e-commerce collective um that's how you can find that on Facebook uh, and all right so we can head on over to the wheel and uh here we go it's time for the wheel of All right. Thank you, everyone, for entering today's Wheel of Kelsey. We'll shuffle these up and announce our winner. So, we do this every podcast. So, if you're not the winner today, you can always come back and uh, join on Wednesday. So, it looks like our winner is Tony. Tony. Congratulations, Tony. And, like we said, we'll have uh, a second book being announced uh in our facebook group so make sure you join and uh i think that's it
0: yeah it'll be interesting maybe we'll put something like uh what are the five leadership abilities or something like that and then they have to listen to the podcast Makes sense (laughs) there you go
1: spin it up spin it up make it unique and different go ahead
0: exactly Anyways, it's been awesome seeing you again. Um, I can't wait to see you. Like You've got me so intrigued with this and, uh, I hope I bump into you speaking somewhere in the world, but, uh, anyways, thank you so much for coming on and I hope we can have you back on.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it was a true honor. And I look forward as well to seeing you in person at the upcoming events that we do get to meet in person. And, uh, Thanks again. Really appreciate it.
0: All right, Ellie. We'll see you later. Have a great day. And I hope everybody learned something. This is so important. At least do one thing. Take a look at this book. I bought it right after the powwow event and uh, had a, a read and it was awesome. Uh, you won't go wrong. It'll be money worth spending. And, you know, like Ellie said, uh, you don't have to go and hire a coach. You can go and try to implement them yourself. There is a list of different uh, tools to, to download. So get the ball rolling. Make this part of your uh, New Year's resolution. You can still do that, even though it's uh, you know, halfway through the month. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcast, click over here.
2: Lunch of me,